Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of the shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay will be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Mike B. And Mike B's watch. It's in the building. Three guys on. <laughs> in the building. Is that a clock flavor Flav used to wear around his neck? Which nah, is on nah. your wrist now? A big nah, wrist watch. Nah, man. Just a regular watch. Just a if watch. you freeloaders have been here on Tuesday, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> Excuse me, Monday. You know what we're talking about. Happy Thursday. You're going to see us at the draft house tonight, people. 8.45 p.m. 8.45 p.m. And you'll be doing a long set. I'll probably do a short one. Haywood will be there. And uh, we've got to book uh, somebody we'll else. We'll get a couple more, more tonight. Yeah. We'll take care of that. And then check our check all our social well it's too late for y'all y'all just come on out <laughs> tonight there's gonna be a show there so it'll be a good time come on out and, um, and get it mike b will have his watch on yeah so he yeah. won't be late uh, oh wait no the time doesn't work Sorry. yeah i never said i never said none of my watches <laughs> you want to set it you want to try setting it do you know how to how to set it i don't <laughs> it has that wheel. The has battery's dead in that inside that thing. Is it ticking? Is it still the same time it was earlier when we checked? I think it? it's one of these uh, little motion ones. Oh, well, no, it's actually on. moving. Oh, the time is moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is a date too. That's clearly not set. It's the twenty sixth on this watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna how many times you have to go through trying to set the right dates? Yeah, the, 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 these things where you got to pull it once to do the date and pull it twice. Yeah. Like it's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. All right. I don't want to. Break it. I wouldn't even. Fly I don't away. think this wheel moves. I think this is a decorative wheel. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull it out. Pull well, it out. It's, it's a screw. So, oh. so you have to unscrew it first. Break, you oh, break okay. Yeah, I see what's you. going on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. You gotta, right. so you got to unscrew it's it. It's very complicated. Okay, once you unscrew it, okay, and it pops out. And it pops okay. out. Oh, so this is a sophisticated system here. Yeah. Um, and of course, now I'm trying to turn it, and the hands don't move. <laughs> so I just unscrewed it so you can set it. You want to screw it so I can set it, but now when I'm turning it to set it, nothing's working. There's a button over here. I don't know what that does. <laughs> You've had this watch for a little while, right? Oh, yeah. It's been, it's been some yeah. years. Yeah. It just stays in the watch case. I'll pull it out when I have big shows or whatever. Uh, wait. Uh, no. I thought I, I thought I felt it catch when I was turning the wheel. I'm just turning the wheel for my own <laughs> enjoyment. Right? This is like a fidget spinner. <laughs> <laughs> need a fidget, Andy. You need that. My son says, I, don't I need know a about fidget. Mike, Mike's big Bahamian watch. <laughs> oh, it's, it's turning. It's turning. Finally. I got it. I had to pull the wheel out further. Okay. <laughs> um, what time we got? I'm, I'm going to set your watch. It's 4 I'm going to take a quick right picture now. of this. Try to. <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's hope this actually keeps time. <laughs> so we'll put it right about there. Maybe 406, 407. All right, now I'm going to push the wheel in. I don't know how to do the date. 
Oh, wait. I just made it to 27 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's one of those you keep turning and then the date will switch. Oh, if you turn, I got to turn the clock like ever, I got to pass 12 o'clock and then the date will switch. Yeah. So I really got to to make this today's date. I got to turn. Yeah. You go like at least six, seven days. Before. <laughs> it's the first right now. Yeah. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> What do you guys want to talk about? What else? <laughs> <laughs> we what got else? some time. You, you doing it? Oh, this is like a. This is like a. Now I'm just turning this. Okay, now it's the 28th on this watch. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a, a a scene in a movie where they're trying to show the passage of time. Yeah. The clock just turns. It's like Indiana Jones. So they're just going to crusade, and now you just see the clock and it just moving. It's just moving. Yeah, but if I go past today's date. You got started over. Now you gotta go for thirty days. I can't go backwards. No. Oh, this. Oh. Man, what a I told you. Yeah. Trying to set. Trying to set the date. <laughs> this thing is a nightmare. <laughs> you see why I didn't? I never set the watches. I, I mean, know what. I know what to do. I just don't do it. That's why I'm. A, I guess that's why I've always been. I mean, I don't wear watches anymore. But it, when I did, it was almost always digital. All right, we're getting there. We're working. We're working our way. Up. <laughs> we ain't there. What'd you guys do? Talk about on the podcast today? Well, we set a watch for a half hour. <laughs> we went through six days of, of white set, uh, watch setting. Yeah, it was a very entertaining podcast. The <laughs> listeners really—they're still with us. Uh, don't like, worry, listeners. We're gonna read emails in a second. This is the freeloaders, right? Yeah. Oh, what did you get with the pay for? <laughs> yeah, well, so did you with this watch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you pay for this watch? Eight dollars? Uh, nah, it was it was a duty free. Okay. So, so it was a couple of hundred. A couple of hundred dollars? A couple is, this, hundred. is there real gold or something in here? Uh, if you look Come off on, to the man. side a little bit, it's got, a little, it's got some tarnish. Get one of the, oh, okay. I think that, okay, now today is the first, right? Yeah. Now this way it gets tricky because now you got to set the right time without going. I can't because now it's on AM. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Hold yes. on. Let me go around to PM. Uh, yeah. I hope I hope I don't ruin this. If if I ruin it, you're just going to be on December 2nd. That's That's fine. Right. It probably go to watch. Go back to the watch case. Now I gotta see what time it is. When I started this process, it was four oh six. Now it's four oh eight. It feels like it should be four thirty. How long I've been doing this? <laughs> You're doing it pretty fast, though. All right, that's more or less the time. You can screw it back to where it's supposed to go. You did it. Yeah, I know I did it. <laughs> Very important. Boom. So we'll see now at the end of the podcast <laughs> if it's actually keeping up with the time because some of these watches they lose a second or a minute every now and then. So if it's if we're done if we record an hour and it's, it's like four thirteen then yeah I'm gonna I do can't a, do anything about I'm that. gonna do constant motion because I don't know if one of these watches where you got to continuously move. Oh, <laughs> no, those are like Apple watches. Those yeah, are, those are digital. <laughs> this is analog. What is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is this about Reuben Foster? No. <laughs> Judge Janine Piero. 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 Uh, let's plug it in and it'll go ahead and go to the headphones. You you need to hear this. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got to plug in my head. We're all, we're a headphoneless right now. We are headphoneless <laughs> again. You guys don't. Andy's doing a lot right now. This is this is <laughs> our headphone splitter is uh is not not being cooperative today. It's very staticky, but. We'll tolerate it to hear this. It's it's us that have to deal with it. Y'all don't have to deal with it. Yeah. All right. So this is Judge Janine Piero. 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 Yeah. This is her little bit she does called Ten Minute Justice. This is one little snippet of it. I just I just popped up in my Twitter feed. Care of Mike Freeman, NFL reporter. Here we right go. Right to come here to assault our border. You have no right. 
If you want to come here, you apply. You do it legally. You're not entitled to come here. You have no right to come here to assault our borders. And it's at our discretion that you do so. And then if we agree, you get to the back of the line like everyone else. And don't give me this racism nonsense. We fought a civil war to make sure that we put an end to the stain of racism and slavery in our nation. We're not racist. Didn't work. Truth be told, you're engaging in reverse racism. It seems you think that your skin color entitles you to be here ahead of everyone else in the world who may have a different skin color, but who's suffering the same injustice. You're not. All right. I'm confused. There's a lot going on there that makes zero sense. She's just, it's like refrigerator poetry. She's on television, people. She She gets gets paid money. You're a different skin color, so if they're brown, what's the other skin color? Get behind the white people. Get behind the white people, brown people. You know know what time it is. Europeans, come on in. Uh, did you know that uh, the Civil War ended racism? Did you all know that? Did you know that's why they fought it, to end racism? Yeah, yeah. that's that's why. Did you know that? Yeah. And yeah. At the end of... We had a Civil War to end racism. Absolutely. Well, it's weird because post-Civil War, a lot of brown people were led into the country uh, with no problem. Yeah. <laughs> they just came on in. Hey, can you so, work in these fields for us? Yeah, sure, come on we, in. Why uh, did we change that policy there, Janine? <laughs> <laughs> we solved civil war. The civil war solved racism. Yeah, she did. Thank God. Classic screaming jackass. <laughs> I'm gonna stay the. You're the. You're the real racist. You reverse racism, and the you're, people of different colors, not yours. Yeah, but the other color. Not yeah. gonna say what color. Other colors. They're facing injustice. You know what? Get to the back of the line. You know, there's not an actual line. It's not, it's not a literal <laughs> line, Janine. There's somebody right now with a uh, with a short shirt on and a big <laughs> stomach looks like yeah right get the back of the line <laughs> yeah no one's watching that and thinking good point Janine I'm gonna stop trying to come over to the country high five <laughs> I was about to cross the border and then I saw Janine <laughs> ten minute justice segment and they, I was like you know what I'm pretty good right here they play her commentary <laughs> at the border just like blasted out into Mexico all over loudspeakers yeah they're like hey turn off the born in the USA for a second I got something we need to hear <laughs> alright listen up you immigrants screaming jackass Jazz, I'm Janine Pirro what do we got email kicking wise, open man? the doors of the saloon oh, God, to what t- a, tell what everybody what's twit. what <laughs> tell y'all what's what I'll tell you one thing if I don't tell you nothing else Back of the line. <laughs> get on and get. You better get Red Dead Redemption. Um, okay, so this is a po- this is a p- comment from uh, is on Patreon from Dancy. Uh, Dancy posted. Remember that video we watched about uh, the guys at Chipotle who weren't mm-hmm. getting served. Turns out there's yeah. a little more of the story. Um, okay, hey guys, first time commenting. Let me say. First of all, that I love your podcast, and it's great not being a fucking freeloader. There we go. Hey, now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike B. currently is a freeloader. Hey. I look forward to every... Are you trying to raise a family? I look forward to every show. You got a man cave. You got an expensive watch. You don't even know how to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to charge you three bucks to set your watch. Um, just want to add an update on the Chipotle story. This is classic three guys on podcast. We mm-hmm. talk about something, and the next day the whole story changes. Yeah, yeah. And the podcast is up now with uh, with not the full story. 
because uh, this was literally the day after that this information came out. Apparently, the f- the fired manager may get her job back, as it was found through a few of the kids' Twitter feeds that they had an extreme history, extensive history of dining and dashing at Chipotle, Applebee's, and other restaurants. They would announce where they were planning to hit up for free food and brag about it on Twitter. I saw some of that dude's tweets mm-hmm. where he was just like, uh, yeah, I'm just borrowing the food. Ha <laughs> ha, LOL. Uh, they've since deleted their tweets, but some someone managed to screenshot them and even dig up a mugshot of one of the kids who was arrested and charged with theft at some point. When I heard about it, made me angry and confused. I was upset that they were refused service as all the manager and staff needed to do was prepare the food and not hand it over if they didn't have the money to pay. That's what I figured would go on. Uh, then I got upset at the kids for seemingly trying to use a serious issue of exis- existing while black to go viral, allegedly knowing all the while that they were intending to run off with food anyway. Finally, after sitting down and truly thinking about it, I realized that even if these kids had a history of theft, what if that day they were going to be honest and pay for their meals? What if one of the kids, one or two of the kids regularly ran off of Chipotle food before paying, but the other kids with them hadn't? Should they all be refused service for that? No. The whole scenario just unsettled me. When I saw it on my Twitter timeline, I come from a family of immigrants, so it's easy for me to slip into respectability politics at times due to my strict upbringing. But when it all boils down to it, the staff at that Chipotle should have just shut up and made the food. Anywho, sorry for the long comment. Love you guys. There's a couple of things. I I like the I like the uh, deep. Is this a female or a male? Uh, Dancy. Dancy. Hmm. Well, D-A-N-C-Y. I like the deep level of, I was like, I'm going to say this young lady or this young man. That's why yeah. I ask. I'm not trying to gender identify no, anyone. You know what, Dancy, next time tell us your pronouns. I was going to say this, <laughs> this young man or young woman. But I like, the, I like the depth of thought that uh, uh, this person. <laughs> well, if you're going with depth and thought, depth of thought is probably probably a woman. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I was gonna say man and make it funnier. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, wrongheaded. To put this to put into this, put into this. Um, the one thing I would want to know is is look. I've been in Chipotle. I don't. How do you dine? How do you dash in Chipotle? You can while they're ringing you up. You can just kind of grab your burrito. Depends on how far back they put it on the counter. Uh, yeah, I guess. I've just kind of grabbed mine while while I'm paying. yeah. Um, maybe I if you say, get it into in a to-go bag, maybe. Yeah, I would, if they're suspicious, then they would just keep it further away. Keep so it further away. Just, just you know, give me the, give me yeah. your, give me your card. Give me your card. I'll run it. You know. So that's um, that's the one thing. But yeah, I've been handed my next, food kind of casually while. Yeah, I'm the paying. next thing I would ask is, um, how do they know that? How do the people in this particular Chipotle know that these were these kids? Did they get hit before or something like that? I think or? the manager said you. One of the people said I've seen you before. Then he said I didn't. I've never seen you before. Yeah, but uh, I think the story is that these kids have been to the Chipotle before. Okay, so that's the second. That's the second question. And the third question was, I mean, that's pretty ballsy. If you've been in there before and you're going back to the same spot, yeah. you don't hit the same place yeah. twice. That's stupid. <laughs> okay, so that's the, we're not in the same week. That's the same. <laughs> Wait a week. The next thing yeah. I would say is, is everybody in this group a part of this, or is this just this one kid who's doing this? Are I would they, say. Are they like the food snatching gang? One of them distracts <laughs> while one of them runs off. Yeah. Hey, what's that? What you mean? <laughs> I would yeah. say this because because uh, Dancy says if these kids had a history, what if that day they were going to be honest? I think the restaurant should still refuse service if they've stolen from you before. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't, don't, say, if they've well, stolen from this spot before, yeah. definitely. You got to say, well, this time, this day. Yeah. I, I would disagree. I would say 
yes, you should refuse service if this is a known thief. Yeah, but the minute when you come through my door and I notice you, I'm like, hey, you, man, you can't be in here, dog. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Well, that's the, and then, <laughs> We don't even get well, to then, the ordering part. In that sense, pay before you order is actually yeah. a compromise. Right. Because we didn't even kick you out. We yeah. just said pay before you order. I also think that, let's say a couple of the kids were thieves and the other three were not, should they also refuse service? I would say yes, absolutely, because it's guilt by association. Guilt by association, They're yeah. running an operation here. I agree with that. I would say this is why they have those, we reserve the right not to blah, yeah, blah, blah. I agree, I agree with that. Um, by the way, if this is true and they did and they, and they are doing this, fuck them. Right. Fuck these kids for putting blackness into it because now you have made it now harder for the next just j- me or right. Mike who walk in there. You've now made it hard for us. You've literally yeah. just made it hard for us, so fuck or you. you've made it hard for innocent black kids who resemble these guys. Right, right. Uh, it don't even, hey, man, yeah. they don't even got to resemble That's what I'm saying. You can just come in, be black in a wheelchair, and be like, you're going to speed off in your wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, put up speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> They're laying like this. Don't, those, don't those matter. At that point, <laughs> anybody else black that comes in now is in a pro- is a problem. Right? The tire spikes. Now, now it's a problem for them. For anybody right. else black that walks in that store, which yeah. does almost walk up to the line of respectability, but it's I think it's shy of that line. Yeah. To say you're having an effect on. Yeah. Other black oh, people. I believe that though because you know? I believe because the evidence is is a preponderance of evidence that has shown us that they will then turn around and profile the rest of us. They'll do that to us. That's how we get shot. Yeah. When I was delivering pizzas, there was a the black neighborhood in our town. Right. And many pizza places in town didn't deliver there. Mm -hmm. One time a few years prior, a Domino's guy had been robbed. Right. And that triggered the sort of blanket, Mm -hmm. almost like an agreement amongst all the restaurants. That I don't agree with. Now, it wasn't an official agreement. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, No. Some whispered whispered shit on cigarette, on the cigarette break. But it was like, it was like. Here was the, I worked at Pizza Hut. Here's, we did it as we wouldn't deliver after dark. Uh, so if it was during the day, which I worked during the day, mm. I delivered there, no problem. And also I grew up in the next neighborhood over, so I was like, I'm not scared there of this shit. Goes, there goes white <laughs> yeah. How many pixels you want? I'm scared of this shit. <laughs> but I also recognized that, uh, I think maybe more than one driver had been robbed, but there was one specific incident which started the, mm-hmm. like at least Domino's changed their policy and then maybe other places started mm-hmm. changing their policy. But then, I mean, I would take the calls on the phone. I'd be like, we can't deliver there. And people would be like, can you meet me at the corner? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I was like you don't have to come in. Can you? And then if I was maybe the only driver that day and it was just like getting beginning to get dark, I'd be like, all right, I, you know, we, I can. It's technically against the rules. But that's one of those things where it's like the whole neighborhood got blacklisted, essentially. Well, here's the thing about... Um situations like that is that neighborhood was that neighborhood a a uh less economically advantaged neighborhood uh, yeah and it got and there's your there's your crime it got a little more dangerous <laughs> yeah there's your crime toward the end what they did toward the end right. of that neighborhood's existence was i think a new management group came in to remodel the entire the place was just kind of dilapidated toward the end they came in to remodel the whole apartment complex which is mm-hmm. big and so they made everyone move out for like eight months or a year. Mm-hmm. And um, when it came time to reopen, a lot of people had scattered around and found new housing situations. So the population of that neighborhood wasn't the same when they came back. Also, when prior to remodeling the entire neighborhood, they accepted Section 8 vouchers. Right. And the new management did not. So a lot of people who were living 
with much mm-hmm. cheaper rent were not able to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the new residents were all from El Salvador. <laughs> like it was just brown people instead of black. <laughs> okay, so you then know. did it become dangerous again? I think the we new delivered there at night after that. So they I got rid think. of they got rid of blackness because yeah. poor because it, oh, it was yeah it was all it was very black yeah See, it wasn't seen as economically what, disadvantaged and that's what Janine um, that's what Janine was talking about <laughs> got coming in here <laughs> you're getting pizza delivered to you <laughs> get taken advantage that's what she was saying now that <laughs> neighborhood people did have an unfair view of that neighborhood being dangerous for sure toward the end of that neighborhood's existence it did begin to get more dangerous there were a couple shootings there mm-hmm. um people started dealing drugs uh, they were trying to they started fucking with dc drug dealers and right it's like dude you're you're suburban well, like that's about making yeah. money right but it's like then the dc guys would come be like oh when you don't pay us we shoot you yeah <laughs> <laughs> stick to your suburban bullshit <laughs> yeah there were a couple incidents and they get in my cadillac and drive all the way out from yeah. southeast <laughs> uh the guy frankie uh frankie's husband uh, I think she brought it up on the podcast. Uh, knew this guy that I knew. I went to middle school with him. He went to a different high school, but he was always back. He got killed in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was over a girl, but it was like people were like, "Oh, it's so dangerous," and I'm like, "Not to me. I, li- <laughs> I grew up with those dudes." Not to White Andy. <laughs> and uh, but then toward the end, there were a couple incidents there before, and so like dangerous at night may have made a little more sense uh, to pizza delivery guys or whatever no one ever got robbed that i knew i think there was like just that one guy from domino's one time got robbed mm-hmm. and everything but pizza delivery guys uh in certain areas have to worry about that more than in, in this town it was this right, is a very right. crime-free town but it's the it's the poor area that yeah. you have to worry about it could be poor white yeah everybody in the words of oh there was a trailer in the words of chris rugg ain't nothing more horrific than some yeah. poor white folks we yeah. uh <laughs> we always delivered to the trailer park yeah. <laughs> oh really yeah. anybody nobody ever got nobody ever got down no, the trailer park was uh, generally just kind of older, redneck, blue-collar guys who I think probably just stayed in their trailers and smoked pot all the time. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> there were not a lot, a lot of incidents at the trailer park. I'm mighty hungry right now, boy. <laughs> but it was also older. Like, the, the neighborhood, the black neighborhood had a lot of younger people. Younger people tend to be more involved in, like, you know, pushing the boundaries of of what's legal yeah. you know what I mean I'm, look I'm dead ass B I need, I need that pizza right now B look <laughs> if you're dead ass we can't deliver to you <laughs> alright I'm still awake my ass is awake right. I'm awake ass can you bring your live ass to the not, corner it's not color it's it's poverty rates mm. and proximity right well yeah it was that particular neighborhood yeah. and that yeah. neighborhood was and that's where the poverty is was the, was the de facto black neighborhood right. in my town right um but yeah, that was a case where a few people ruined it for the neighborhood, essentially. Right, right, right. And right. maybe some of the pizza places or other restaurants were also wrongheaded in overdoing their their policy to say mm-hmm. never. Some places said at least during the day we'll deliver. Which, But in the winter, it's like 4.30. It's like, oh, it's dark now. So yeah. during the day, it doesn't help you. Yeah. If you want to get something, you know, watching a basketball game or something that comes on at 7, you're fucked. <laughs> so... If I was people, I would go rob the pizza place for the pizza. <laughs> I would just go. I would just go to the places. Like, Look, let me get the pepperoni and the cheese. All right, <laughs> I'll put the cash on the table. Give me my change and my pizza. 
<laughs> Dave Chappelle had that bit about delivering pizzas in, in D.C. In D.C. He's, he's got it would the rob gun. me. It would <laughs> rob me every day. <laughs> so he's, a, he's, he's the delivery guy. He's got the gun. Like kicks open the door. Like, all right, put the money down. <laughs> <laughs> put the money down. Right, right. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> all, right, all right. Now, what are y'all going to tip me? <laughs> I used to um I used to, actually I used to deliver pieces for Padrinos okay uh, uh out in Stafford County uh, a few years ago long 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 time ago when it, before they developed it up yeah. I used to go on those little back whiny roads and yeah. the houses be up in these hills like it was like going through a back cave was, I, was, I was more scared to go there than just going to like a trailer park or a regular neighborhood because right. there's no street lights right and it's like narrow road <laughs> and you got a lot of money in your pocket yeah like they had these lockers where you could because they say drivers carry twenty dollars mm-hmm. and they had these lockers that where you could put your cash in throughout the night so you could only you would only have like 20 bucks in your pocket mm-hmm. um but we didn't use them like yeah. i would just have a knot of money in my pocket for all of my day's tips it'd be all ones but it would be a big ass bulge in my pocket yeah i never worried about it i never thought i was gonna get robbed but in certain areas you gotta like you know not just get robbed but you get hurt you know, people mm-hmm. could take your car also and not just rob your, take your mm-hmm. tips Get out, out of the pocket. car. What? <laughs> I, need, I need the car. I need the car the keys. One time, yeah. people, people took pizza out of my car once. I had a, I had two deliveries. I was in the apartment building with one. Yeah. And I came out and the other was one. Was it I, that neighborhood? <laughs> no, but it was another apartment complex that was a little bit uh, lower economic. Like it wasn't super poor. It was probably but some kids got you. It was kids. it was a plan. Yeah. I remember I noticed the kids. Yeah. I was like, because hey, kids are just running around or whatever. I just didn't lock the car. Yeah. And uh, and I came out and I was like, oh shit, <laughs> the kids. The kids took the pizza, but they left the pizza bag. No. It was just empty. I could tell. You could tell the, the bag was empty. Low. I just called the manager. Like, hey, you got to make that order again. Like, I'm gonna be back in the. It, it was all the trap. The people that ordered it had the kids. <laughs> it, yeah, it, got two. A, got two for the person. Look, while he's knocking on that door, no one's gonna be home. But we don't want that anchovy shit. The pepperonis are in the. And then one time, someone stole the Pizza Hut sign off the top of my car. <laughs> but that was at a hotel, and I think it was like a drunk wedding party or something. Um, I came out to my car, and the Pizza Hut sign was gone off the top of my car, the magnetic sign. And I was like, oh, well. I just shrugged and got back in my car and drove away. And then like the hotel called the next day. They had found our sign like in, the, in some trees behind the hotel. Oh, God. So that was more vandalism than anything else. Um, we got a comment on Patreon from Silverback Surfer. Silverback, long time. It's a, your boy, you minute, brother. Silverback it's Surfer, boy. Great guest spot by Charity Sade. Way she flexed with the black woman, uh, black woman vision at the end of the episode in regards to the white woman. At Again, Chipotle. about the about the thing. Yeah, Made her about a bona fide the sock puppet lock for me. Secondly, Kidoba over Chipotle all day. More items, better ingredients, plus free queso and guac. I've been delivered. Great right. podcast. Can't believe y'all premium is only $3. I know, right? Neither can we. Peace and happy holidays, fam. <laughs> you know, if you want to make it a happier holiday, you can up your... You, you can. can. You don't have to. Three is a minimum. You can always you can, do that. You can give more than three if you want. <laughs> uh, Michael sent us a link. I already checked this link. Um, and I think he's right. I think this is the song Andy was thinking about. We were talking about the phrase, show you right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was a song where it says, show you right. And, it's, and then like, I know I'm right after that. 
Well, I couldn't well, think of the song. song. Who is it? It's a Chuck Brown song, which is uh, very well, DC. Yeah, that would make sense. That you the song is called "Show You Right." <laughs> yeah, it would make sense that you would know. Turn the sound on. Let's hear it. Well, we can't play copyright music. So pull away on. from the mic. It's S H O space Y A and then right. Classic '80s go-go music. Yeah. Mm. Show you right. I could have sworn someone says, "I know I'm right." somewhere in there maybe I'm wrong or you know you're right mm. classic yeah. Chuck Brown he just jamming yeah that's Chuck <laughs> they just jamming yeah probably because you grew up here so yeah. you would, that would be in your head this song is um Nine minutes and thirty seconds long. Yeah, because just goes so, and goes and goes. That's what I call a go-go. Skip ahead. Oh yeah, there he goes. He goes. You, you know you're right. Yeah. Perfection. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're right. You know you're right now, girl. And then he says, "You know you're right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's co-signing you. <laughs> he, was like, he got tired to show you right. He was like, "You know you're right." That means at that point he pointed at some woman in the audience. <laughs> you know you're right. <laughs> So, <laughs> you the audience and you. <laughs> By the way, the roots are going to be in town December twenty eighth. Anyone want to go? I am out of town. December twenty eighth. Uh, I would. Silver Spring Fillmore. At the Fillmore again? Yeah, Ugh. they do it every year between Christmas uh, and New Year's. It's going to be good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's your tickets? Sixty sixty five. It was a good deal last time. Yeah. It? Also, um, Streams of Thought Volume Two is uh, quite strong. Yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. I need to do that. Black Thought Streams of Thought right Volume now. 2. <laughs> no, it's really that. good. I've got Apple oh Music. And then we got uh, also in this email, uh, <laughs> Michael sent us with the Chuck Brown song. He said, also, has Randolph ever talked about the real-life Uncle Ruckus, Jesse Lee Peterson? Uh, I think we've watched his videos. You recognize his face if you see it. Um, that's Jesse Lee Peterson. Oh, we've, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah, watched that, that dude's that, videos. He looks like he's painted. <laughs> he, he does. Like, he looks like somebody painted his skin color on. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like that Jimmy Walker thing. Yeah, he doesn't look like, real. Yeah, it's like parts of his face are a little pale. Um, yeah, there's a lot of videos of Jesse Lee Peterson. He's he's definitely a go-to guy if you want to hear certain perspectives. This is this clip he sent us is from like a radio show. It says, "Vote Republican, black man, and why Trump is the great white hope." Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, this one is four minutes and eleven seconds long. We're not gonna we're not gonna watch it right now. Yeah, no, we've talked about him. I don't like even giving these people airplay. This clip says a young black man calls Jesse's show. R.J. of South Carolina, age twenty-two, says he grew up Christian and is undecided on the fence about whether he'll vote Republican or not at all. He asks Jesse why he calls President Trump the Great White Hope. Jesse lists Trump's godly attributes that he's a nationalist, meaning he puts country first. He's not afraid. He hasn't displayed anger. He's what? He Dude. hasn't displayed anger. He has not overreacted, but attacks back. When, he has not overreacted, but attacks back when attacked by the children of the lie, the liberal media, Democrat. Okay, whatever. It's all the talking points. Um, that's yeah, a, that's a stupid question. That's a stupid question. <laughs> R.J. God, that's a stupid question. And I watch you a lot. You ask a lot of stupid questions, but that question was very stupid. Stupid question. <laughs> uh, we got a comment just on God, Patreon. Just picked it up. Stream oh, Streams of Thought Volume 2? Yep. Yeah, me too. I it's, got uh, one it's, it's really, it's great. Um, classic Black Thought. 
We got a comment on Patreon from Nick. Uh, the comment is titled Evangelize, Evangelize These Nuts. <laughs> uh, the arrogance sure. of so-called Christians is funny. How are you going to roll up on someone's home and tell them to follow your version of God? And even crazier is that the guy went back after getting shot by a bow and arrow. Uh, this is about the missionary. You guys might think I'm crazy. Dire of a U- U.S. missionary reveals last days on a remote island. You guys talked about it last week mm-hmm. on the podcast when I wasn't here. Um, <laughs> God don't want me to die on this island. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> God was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> they have left his ass on that island. They can't go get the body. They don't know how to go get it. They, yeah, they'd have to create some kind of, like, uh, you know, in, like in Braveheart, those movies where they make that yeah. force field of shields yeah. where they all hide underneath the, and then just arrows are raining down yeah. and embedding into the shields. <laughs> they got to do one of those. Here's what you do is you... You do a distraction, big yeah. distraction on the on one side of the island. Yeah. <laughs> you get the kids like who took kids. Andy's pizza. You, you yeah, get the, the, like, <laughs> the, the body <laughs> on the other side of the, the island. The kids that took Andy's pizza. Yeah. You get them to go on one side of the island. <laughs> yeah. hey guys, the pizza party over here. That's what you do. <laughs> but they don't even come back and like, who took the dead guy? Oh. <laughs> they got us. <laughs> oh. We're, we're just remote dumb tribe. We, we fall for tricks. Leave them motherfuckers alone, man. Oh. Hey, man, that's God's will as far as I look at it. Look, also, um, even if the guy wasn't there to evangelize, yeah, he might have some kind of thing where he coughs on them, they all die. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this guy's a threat. This guy's carrying diseases. Yeah, I don't know what's going he on. Knows, no, he is carrying diseases. Yeah, I mean, he's It a just don't hurt him. It's probably yeah. not sexually transmitted diseases. But it hurts them. Whatever he's, not, he's got yeah. on his skin can he, be a problem to them. He's not having sex, but yeah, whatever else he's got. Um, so they're protecting themselves. He's, a th- he's a, maybe a life-threatening situation right. having him in right. there presence they don't they, want to be bothered they didn't get a chance to even he didn't get a chance to even say hi he was like all right guys the glory of <laughs> <laughs> do you have hold, a- hold on hold on hold on hold on hold your fire hold you got a little time for jesus <laughs> <laughs> their arrows spell out there is no god on the ground <laughs> And he dies and he gets to heaven and God's like, you know, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. This is not necessary <laughs> at all. I didn't tell you to go you do know, that. You was going to actually that. survive, but then you Why said- Why did you let me die, God? <laughs> so that I could look you in your face and tell you how stupid you were. <laughs> I, I was going to let you live, but then you said, and I quote, God don't want me to die on this island. <laughs> so I told Joseph, I said, hold my wine real quick. <laughs> I kind of did want you to die on this island. I was going to let you survive, but then you said that. Jesus. You see the guy who, you see the captain of the Titanic? He was good until he said that guy himself can't sink this ship. <laughs> I was like, throw an iceberg there. <laughs> hold my sweet tea. <laughs> I, got some, I got some for you. <laughs> hey, y'all, want to hear about the Lord? <laughs> Warning arrow shots going over. Oh, no warning. <laughs> whizzing past his ear. No warning. Everybody knows. I don't need to give you no warning. We've right. killed enough to <laughs> he killed enough to He didn't need adjust his book bag. He didn't get off the boat and adjust his book bag good enough. <laughs> yeah, that little uh, adjust like just limber up for a second. You yeah. on the boat for a while. I'm like, gonna be honest. I hope that when that first arrow hit him, that that Bible was being elevated in his <laughs> left hand and he was like pointing with his right. Like, you need to read this go. Right. I'm just gonna leave this here. I'm just gonna leave it. I leave. really hope that that happened. I wonder. I wonder if somebody go make a dramatization, like a movie about this. Cause I like to see like like that thirty minutes before that first arrow came. <laughs> like, when he's the on bo- the boat rowing. <laughs> oh, just, he, he was so happy. Just feeling good. Probably part of the boat. Singing to himself. Amazing <laughs> grace. 
How sweet. Oh, when I get on that beach, the sound. Playing back Ray, Ray Lewis speeches <laughs> yeah. in his head. Yeah. Mike Singletary, this is what we play for. Got the big Mike Singletary eyes on that boat. So as you saw that beach, my eyes got big. Yeah. Got them big Mike Singletary eyes. I want to make so many Christians. <laughs> This, this is this. what I've trained for. Jump, and then he jumps into the jumps out like he's on Omaha Beach going up in Normandy. And then he went down just like he was in yeah. Normandy. Grab, grab, grabs the boat, drags it on the island a little bit. <laughs> Don't want this to float away. Let me anchor this down. He's whistling. He's like, he's like feeling the sand between his toes. Like, this is nice. This, this is, is fantastic. <sighs> Boy, this is good crisp air. <laughs> And and then a mile away after I just watched him through binoculars, <laughs> he's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> he don't even see him coming. I wonder how long they saw him coming. They were just like, yeah. Oh, they were. They saw the whole boat ride. <laughs> they were watching for like that whole forty-five minute boat They're ride. Watching him. Is he, is he really not turning around? <laughs> oh, oh, he's committed. This is not a drill. This, 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 this is real, guys. This ain't a drill. This is what we train for. We got to defend the beach. This is how it starts. He listens listen to Michael Singletary. Listen to the, they listen to the same Michael Singletary. This ain't a drill. This is what we train for. They got the big eyes. <laughs> oh, oh he going to drag the boat on the island. That is disrespectful. This okay. is what we train for. <laughs> They send one of yours to the church. You send one of theirs to the moor. <laughs> That's and then the Chicago leave his body out there as an example. They just left his body out there. Like, what yeah, well, are they going to do? They're not going to bury him. Yeah, they don't. What they if don't they know about him, burying nobody. Why would they do that? They might get a disease touching that dude. Yeah, you know, they, they don't have the immunity built up yeah, for whatever he's carrying. Leave him. Dude leave grew him. up in like Oregon or something. Animals will get him. Yeah, <laughs> animals will get him. Whatever yeah. wildlife. Animals will get him, and then they'll be filled with the disease. Yeah, and then we'll cook them. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's kill it. and that's how viral pick happens. And then I would figure when high, you figure he probably didn't get that far away from the beach. So when high tide comes in, he'll drag his ass off. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they might have killed him and then brought him back out to the beach. Oh, good. Like, we we're done. We've we're done with our little uh, ceremony or yeah. whatever, mm. our celebration. <laughs> oh, they were celebrating. Throw him out in the trash. <laughs> What's time to trash pick up? Tuesday? Let's just drop him out on the beach. <laughs> Monday late night. Well, well yeah. actually, I'm behind on my HOA, so they're not going to pick it up <laughs> on Monday. Right, we have a lot of rules. It can't be, uh, can't be uh, before seven a.m. You can't put your trash out. So. Now they want that. They want the people who took him there to. They want them to. Ser- I don't know. The fishermen. They broke serve, a law. Serve something. I guess it's the law. Yeah, you're not allowed what, to do that. Yeah, what? but I'm. I feel. I still feel like as a lawyer, like JL or Olivia or even one of us, we could get them some plausible deniability of. Hey man, we didn't know he was gonna go on over there and do that. We were just showing him the island. I think yeah. I think they're not a, yeah, he just hopped out the boat. Yeah, we didn't know he was gonna do that. Like we told him don't get out the boat. And he was like uh like in a scene in, in Boys in the Hood, he was like, let me out. Yeah, we just showed him the island. We didn't know it was gonna be like that. Why didn't you stop him? I'm not finna get close. <laughs> Yeah, we couldn't go after him. He we yelled at him. Started swimming. <laughs> he, he took the canoe. He took the canoe. Took the paddle. <laughs> what were we supposed to do? <laughs> he held up a knife to our head. Sitting, <laughs> sitting on a boat eating popcorn, watching. Yeah. He about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Recording the whole thing. We did like, ask I, him. I, if I feel sure. like they got plausible deniability because you ain't heard of them going to jail yet. I feel like mm-hmm. they got plausible deniability. Well, I think it's illegal. It's kind of like flying over the White House. The airspace is restricted. Yeah. yeah. So this, the even putting your boat in that vicinity is restricted. You can't. Yeah, well, do it. so they knew they couldn't go there 
Well, you can always say we didn't actually, we didn't get that close. Well, we caught a wind, uh, the breeze pushed us. We came right up to the edge. We didn't go over it was, there. Our, our boat drifting there was an act of God, <laughs> yeah. and then him getting killed was an act of God, God didn't give a fuck. God, yeah. God apparently wants him home. Yeah. yeah. God pushed <laughs> our boat over He there. called him over. He called him home. He was, he, God he was, apparently want that man home. It was an so. emergency. It was an emergency phone call from God. Yeah. <laughs> I have no sympathy for this motherfucker. None. None. I have no sympathy for him, for his church, nobody. Think None. about that tribe. They've been living there for years. Good. And, uh, and they, the first time they see another human, they're like, nope. <laughs> we're the only humans. Something like, happened. Oh, yeah. Something has happened to them in the past. Yeah, and they're no, like, we're the, not. The no, they guy got, got killed there years anybody. ago because they interfered with the tribe. And that's when yeah. the government was like, don't go over there, guys. Yeah. Let them be. They, they no, got, I'm saying something's happened to that tribe before yeah. where they're like, we're not fucking with anybody. They got right. the original history books. They yeah, got the real story. They got the pilgrims. They're like, oh, no. No, the pilgrim, no. No. We know what you guys do. We just want to come here and build a resort. That's no, what you want to do? Yeah. No. You ain't turning us into the new Jamaica? Mm, no. <laughs> you ain't no. doing that. <laughs> then you got Mike Brown yeah. going over there buying watches. No. 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 They're going to no. find our vibranium. <laughs> Um, we got all of it. It's all the front. Yep. <laughs> these men with these arrows. <laughs> all the front. <laughs> yep. We got an email from Chi Chi from Cleveland. Chi Chi. Uh, it's your email birthday. It's titled "I Laugh Till I Cry." Dear Andy Randolph, an illustrious guest slash sock puppet. Hi, just wanted to send a quick shout out to my favorite podcast. It's been some time since I last emailed. I typically like to stockpile your episodes and then play them in succession while cleaning the house or on a road trip. That's a good plan. Uh, how big's your house, though? That's a big house. My favorite thing about your podcast is that you guys only choose topics to speak about that you are highly knowledgeable about and are important to you. I listen to a ton of podcasts, and it's amazing to hear individuals talk about things that are, quote, topical, but they don't have any sort of emotional reaction or ability to make funny. Case in point, episode 781, Dagger. (laughs) (laughs) Bend over, bend over, bend over. When he spoke about Caitlyn Jenner and how she wasn't able to understand that Trump was a plague to her and other trans individuals, what hit me was when Randolph said, you're new to this world, and her shock of not understanding that all of the privileges of white, wealthy maleness wouldn't cross don't, over as well. Don't drop to her. Uh, you're new to this world, kind of like that missionary. <laughs> Take a back seat, buddy. You don't. You got to know these things, yeah. man. <laughs> You guys are a true gem. Every single episode is vital listening for those that are socially conscious but don't take themselves too seriously. People that communicate online but don't live their lives for social media. Plus, you all are seriously funny. As Thank I was, you. That's seriously funny, by the way. All, all, uh, all caps and bolded. There we go. So, as I was walking into work last week, I randomly remembered Andy saying, Crickerbur. <laughs> <laughs> nearly lost my shit wobbling Cricker, down the stairs. Bear. Thank you for the laughs. The introspection and the consistency. Love to you all. Chi-Chi from Cleveland. Well, thank you, Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi from Cleveland. Or the Um Three guys on at gmail.com if you guys want to send us a Gmail. Also, uh, the trend lately is people commenting on Patreon. Even if you comment on a uh, Patreon patron-only episode, we'll read your comment yeah. for the Thursday episode. The, uh, we save all the comments and stuff for yeah. Thursday. We and like our. Um, we'll get tweets too. We we we'll check those sometimes. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, Jimmy Merritt as well as the uh, the Green Book review with Chris. That Green Book turned out to be longer than I thought it was. Gonna yeah, be. Was the like paywall. A- uh, we were gonna put the episode with all you guys behind the paywall. Yeah. But we only had one episode that week, so I just said, let's put make that one for free. Wait, don't free. Uh, <laughs> so the freeloaders got an extra free episode, I guess. 
And then, but on the pay, behind the paywall was the Jimmy Merritt woke Got files. Two woke files. With talking so, about Stanley and comic books, and yeah. then the Chris Lamberth Green yeah, Book movie review. About the green Book. So. so there's always content there, and I'm beginning the process of organizing Which for the freeloaders. Green Book. It's an excellent movie, and it made me upset. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and not for the content. It made me upset for the way they told the story. As both Chris and I agreed on that, and wholeheartedly just yeah. agreed on that. I'm in the process of organizing some of the old files and trying to figure out how to go about maybe doing some like a five dollar tier for mm-hmm. moments from archived episodes or mm-hmm. something. Maybe not entire. It's episodes. a lot of work, man. We need yeah, an intern. I would maybe even just pull a random one. I know Chris Lambert's first appearance, for example, was episode twelve. Okay. So I could at least pull that episode. Singing. Um, Music. Well, that's why I would just pull snippets okay. and just do like, uh, well, here's some highlights from. Episodes there was one a great 10. one where we. I remember it used to be on YouTube. It still might be where it probably was is me, you, and uh, Philippe talking about um, somebody's watching me. Philippe had never heard that song. Okay. And we were talking about Rockwell. We didn't put that one on YouTube. We were talking about Rockwell. We put Accidental Racist on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And they blocked it for a minute and then they allowed yeah. it. When we, yeah, we, the were, talking about, cool we were talking Brad about Hazel. Rockwell singing with that weird yeah. English accent he was doing. And then how, how the song just, this it's a stupid song right, right up until Michael sings the hook. Right. <laughs> it becomes this great, this right. great song. <laughs> yeah. That's what Philippe was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> he had never heard it. Because oh. it's an older, yeah. so it's a much older song and they don't play it nowhere. The, uh, the Michael Jackson Rockwell. Cirque du Soleil show gives you a little taste of that song. Of, of rock, uh, <laughs> just the Michael Jackson part. Just, yeah. just enough. <laughs> just for a second. Like it's the just, minute he starts singing, it turns into this great song. But, yeah. And then Fonte said that he used that English accent in uh, uh what was the song? That last song that he did from the last Foreign Exchange album. He said he used it because of that, because of that right. Because Ooh, of Rockwell. Rockwell. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little silly. Well, I'm English, alone in my house. A little English, silly English accent he had. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got, and we're also when we start recording live podcasts at the Draft House, we'll have yeah, uh, those will be. Up. We'll have those maybe behind a $5 or $6 tier. Uh, something like that. We don't know yet, but there's a lot of content back there for all you freeloaders. Talk about your football team real quick. <laughs> uh, my team, well, I guess they're still my team, more or less, as much as I pay attention to football, which You're is just guilty by casual. At this point. When I was in Vegas during Thanksgiving, I walked past some bars and saw parts of the game, and I was like, oh, it's pretty close. And we got back to the hotel, and I watched about five minutes, and like, they gave up two touchdowns. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. No, no let's go uh, eat a buffet. Um, and then they signed this dude, Reuben Foster. Who well, I didn't know anything about. Turns out he's a fucking problem. He's been, he's been arrested a couple times. <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's a fucking problem. He's been arrested. but Likes to beat women, picks fights. He picked a fight at the Combine. Yeah, he had a oh, thing fights at the combine. You got to fight for opportunity, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we're training for. <laughs> he was. He walked up to someone who was like, "Let me tell you about Jesus." And I was like, "Fuck, I don't have many arrows." He failed the drug test at the combine. Yeah, like, dude, all you gotta do is. You didn't spend too much training for this. Yeah, so you got to be like Stephen A. Smith, man. Stay off the weed. <laughs> I think yeah. some of these guys, yeah, they have maybe like a self-destructive streak in them. Yeah. Uh, I think some of them also. I don't know if this is the case for this guy, but I think we're going to find that some of these guys who act out violently have brain. I damage. believe that because it, it it destroys your um, the first thing that go the first thing that goes is impulse control. 
Right. <laughs> and there have been the, like that woman on Real Sports where she said that, like the guy that killed himself, her boyfriend. Yeah, her husband. In college, her husband. He was her boyfriend in college. And, and he, his personality he just changed. Changed. He just started changing. He became yeah. abusive. Yeah. And it wasn't him and all that. I, he I couldn't believe stop, He couldn't stop himself and he would made him upset. And he was like, why can't I stop doing this? And he's abusing her. Yeah. I fully believe her. I fully believe that he lost his, he just lost his, fa- his faculties. And then so what you have now is this. 200 and some odd pound fucking monster raging around your house. Right. Goddamn superhero. Who has no impulse control. He's using his powers for evil. Who has no impulse control. It's the evil Green Ranger. So Ruben Foster has been kind of embattled since he came into the league because of that drug test. It came back like diluted, I think. I'm actually pulling an article about it, which is like a red flag because people try to yeah, he, drink the weed out of their he system. Tried to drink the weed out when you could have just stopped for a couple of months. Uh, you why is you your piss clear? It. Yeah, it's all water, man. Drink a lot of water, man. I just drink water. I have to stay hydrated. I'm an athlete. <laughs> I'm an athlete. I stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, last month. This is about around the combine. Last month, Foster was notified that his urine sample obtained in Indianapolis during the combine was reported as dilute. Dirty piss. Based on the provisions of the NFL's policy and program for substances of abuse, this will be treated like a positive test. In discussing his trying few months, Foster disclosed the test results to NFL.com because he says, quote, this is something that's going to get out. I don't make excuses. I'm a real dude. I try to be, I try to be a good person. Ass, I just hope the coaches understand that, and that's all I can hope and pray for. Foster's already been on the phone talking with teams, telling them himself. So he sort of got out in front of that one. Um, as for why the test came back dilute, Foster explained in detail. He said he was sick before the combine. He was throwing up, had diarrhea, couldn't keep anything down, and was cramping. One advisor offered to have a doctor put him on IVs to hydrate, but... He didn't want that. He saw a doctor, got some medication, and started hydrating himself. Foster believes it was food poisoning. I couldn't eat much, but I had to drink water and Gatorade. So he's just saying he just got into a situation where he was drinking gallons of water. Sure. Yeah. I think they <laughs> sure. know that trick. Sure. Um, hey, you're, stay yeah, you're the first person to do that. I'm an engine. <laughs> I drink water. You got to put the right stuff in your engine. Sure. You know, <laughs> Every 3,000 miles, I, I get my fluids changed. You are the first person to do that. So then he's had a couple domestic violence incidents, including one where the 49ers just they said, all right, you're done. They cut him like the next day. Yeah. And the Redskins were like, nice. <laughs> and they claimed him off waivers. They were the only team to mm-hmm. even put in a bid to claim him off waivers. And um, and then, of course, people were like, what are you doing? Yeah. Fucking and then Doug Williams goes on a, like a radio show and he said, uh, he said, oh, what? it's small potatoes. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, guys, can I go to the Hall of Fame? Come on. Doug Williams, <laughs> legendary Redskins quarterback. Super Bowl first winning. First black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. They figured, we'll trot Doug Williams mm-hmm. out. No That's one's going to criticize do. Doug Williams. They call him Paladin. Yeah. <laughs> Send him out there to sell the yellow cake. He's like a vice president on this. Man, don't eat that cake. Send him out there to sell the sell the the terrorist thing to make the case to bomb Iraq. They send his ass out there. We'll send a black guy out there. You ain't heard the owner talk about this. You ain't heard that Allen kid talk about this. Coach didn't even know. They sent. Yep. They they trotted Doug out there. We'll send a black face out there. And then he did an apology. Yeah. Well, first moment? he walked his foot into it and yeah. said, well, you know, it's bad, but there are people in upper lives who've done far worse. I'm like, yeah. oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. really. And then he held a press conference, he had his podium moment. He's like, he's like, look, I got six daughters. Too late, man. <laughs> I, this is not who I am. Yeah, it is. I know he, he, he owned it. He was like, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have said it. It was a dumb thing to say. Um, 
but still, he's all alone. Where's the GM? Where's the owner? Hey, hey man. Where's send the that black, president? Send that black face the, out there. When's the last time you saw the owner do a press conference? Where's the coach? Yeah. Well, when he say he wasn't changing the name. That's <laughs> why you know, I'm not changing the name. Any Look, questions? I got to go. All right, I got see y'all later. six Native American daughters, <laughs> right. and they love the name. Jesus. They're good so, with it. Ruben Foster uh, it went to Alabama. Redskins uh, have like five Alabama players on their defense, and they're, they all vouched. They're all like, oh, because that's how I trust. Never beat me. <laughs> I never got hit. <laughs> you, want, <laughs> you want me to not believe the videotape that I saw? Okay. Who had did uh, t- did TMZ had the video- videotape? Yeah, TMZ gets all the. Oh, okay, because uh, it's real. Then it's, you should have a career. The videotape <laughs> was Kareem Hunt. That's a different one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but according to USA Today, the Redskins did not speak with police before signing Reuben Foster. Instead, the Redskins relied on some, but not all, of Foster's teammates from his Alabama days. To vouch for him. Turns out they talked to two. Out of like four or five. This is what the other guys were saying. Like, they didn't talk to me? <laughs> I don't like that motherfucker. <laughs> when he said that, that tells me, I'm like, oh, you don't like him, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Dude was like, hey, man, they didn't talk to me. You should have asked me. I was like, you don't like him. I actually had called off that day, but had they had I not had called <laughs> off, I would have gave him the skinny. I got the tapes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Doug Williams says, it wasn't like we got to talk to all five. The two Dude. that we did talk to know him very well. Not that that makes a decision on whether we make the move or not. We're just trying to get some insight into the young man. Uh, so a couple of so maybe played. You with asked them. other young men yeah. about this. Who also man. probably beat. Yeah. <laughs> and Doug Williams goes, I could sit here and I won't name a bunch of teams that took on players that got a lot of baggage. Kind of like when the Redskins signed Albert Hainsworth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or uh, Tony about. Adrian Peterson. Right. Who still beats his kid. Apparently. Um, <laughs> you can't get into nitpicking what they do and what you do. You got to look at it from your standpoint. Uh, the most important thing is we're hoping that things come out and Why it is wasn't he still the way. talking? Wasn't the way that everything was perceived. We don't know that. We have to wait and see. If things are as bad as it's made out to be, he might not get a chance to play. He's gonna like be in the league's programs for the next year. They may never actually. He should be. Yeah. As much shit as the league talks about women's issues and things for women. Yeah. The the league should have a zero tolerance. They shouldn't be no more. And then he goes, Doug Williams. We've got people who are in high, 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 high places that have done far worse. Boom. And if you look at it realistically, they're still up there. This is small potatoes compared to a lot of things out there. They didn't sign Donald Trump. <laughs> they signed Reuben Foster. Is it? Now, is when it, you talk about the respects of, when you talk about beating women, yeah. it respects, you got to think about it. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> Mike does a Trump hand. Every time you start talking like that, gotta, he does a Trump hand. does a Trump hand. You got to think about it. <laughs> look at my hands. Trump hands. <laughs> Just look at my hands. Out here looking like a magician. <laughs> I call it magic hands, Trump hands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't think Reuben Foster has said anything yet. He better not. Um, <laughs> he better stay quiet. Ain't nothing he can say. I think keep your mouth is, shut. His, a lot of his stuff is still tied up in court too. Maybe he'll have don't a say court. nothing. Maybe he'll maybe it'll be come out that he didn't do anything. All he gotta do is go to the weight room, put on some pads. Uh, which one is the one who just? Well, the Redskins they didn't send nobody to do any. I guess it's the Kareem Hunt. Which one's the video? Cream, oh, Hunt. cream Hunt. Okay, so what you so the chief said we didn't know anything about the video until TMZ got a hold. The of NFL it, right? says they tried to get the video. From I don't see how that's from the hotel. I don't see how that's possible. And were denied. I don't see how that's possible. And the reason why I say that is because you're talking about the NFL. I'm supposed to believe that a police organization doesn't want to fuck with the NFL. I'm supposed to believe that, really. I well, don't I that. I think also it needs to be pointed out the Kareem Hunt incident happened in February. Um, the video just came out. At the end of November, yeah. so 
the NFL, I guess maybe back in February, tried to get the video. If the investigation is still ongoing, then the cops might not give you the video. Well, they love to talk about their uh, the effectiveness of their background investigators. Right. They love to talk about that. Yeah, we have people who look into everything before we sign somebody. Do you? Right. We have people who have who have come from law enforcement backgrounds. Blah, blah, blah. Are they? If I'm the NFL, I'm hiring whoever got that video from TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. He this guy. Got, he got Ray Rice <laughs> and Kareem Hunt. This <laughs> guy knows Greg what he's Hardy. doing. Also, uh, Kareem Hunt's story at the time was that these people were hanging out in the hotel room and that girl threw out the N-word after some kind of argument then you make her leave out. man her story was that they were mad at her for not hooking up with one of the dudes in the hotel room and that's how the argument started but either way um, you make her leave man if that's the case yeah you gotta go <laughs> you don't throw her on the ground mm. and then kick her what are you doing what are you doing i saw the video and he was never arrested yeah he just threw down yeah. and just put the boots to it yeah what the other dudes do just standing there hey hey it's yeah it's hey. like it's, it's a lot of like shoving and pushing and stuff what, what are you was, doing man what where was kareem hunt's boy the guy who says hey kareem let's just go <laughs> where is that guy you gotta have that guy yeah you gotta have that guy you gotta have that guy who's on the payroll who says hey kareem come with me yeah let's just go yeah. <laughs> you know, his, his friends are the dudes who had the boat and drove the missionary? Right. Go on, yeah, go ahead. Oh, you man. want to? Here's These a canoe. Non-guaranteed yeah. contracts. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, man. Here's a canoe. Go ahead. <laughs> what are you doing, Kareem Hunt? Woman is, beater. What are you doing? He's a very talented player, and so his chances of getting picked up are pretty high. Well, he's got to do the. He's young. He's he's not Ray Rice. Yeah. And this is also the second one. Now, here's what's going to work against him. In the days of Me Too, which good. Uh, is he going to get picked back up? Probably not. To play in the NFL? It depends on how this resolves itself. Yeah. Because it don't look good. <laughs> yeah, because that, that little kick at the end where she was trying to get up and he was like, huh, and she fell back over. <laughs> that was the, like, oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the, the end of your career. <laughs> that's the jail this time the right there. <laughs> Everything yeah, this else. Is, this is the video. This is him walking out into the hotel lobby. Where's his boy? Um, He's looking right into the camera. Yeah, there's cameras everywhere. Now, a there's a guy broad. getting between him and the girl. He, he shoves big, the girl. He shoves see, the guy. He shoves see, the girl. That was, that's not his boy. Uh, that's no. another guy. And then now his boys are like, hey, what are you doing? Okay, see, that's his boy, but it was too late. <laughs> and then that's, that's you don't but really she, see a kick there on that She comes angle. back. That's a different girl. That's what everybody was saying. Well, she kept coming. And oh! Then, oh, he pushed the dude who fell into her, and they both went down. Well, what about him? <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have been pushing people. Then he gets free. <laughs> But yeah, and then now he's. And it's then just, he now this there. is another angle, alternate view, and uh, oh, she's so tall. She got them high ass heels. Yeah, where's the that's kick? Why she fell. Is oh, there, it's coming. Is it, is it later on this view? Yeah, this angle. See, if that was his real boy, he wouldn't let him go back in that hotel room. Yeah, that's oh. where the guy and the girl fall. And she hit her. Show. And she hit her head on the wall. Oh man, this is not good. Oh, he's done. He is done. Yeah, where's the kick? He is done. No, it's coming. Here it is. It's coming because he's trying to get up. She's trying oh, to get up. More. Okay, yeah. And then she goes back down. Her head is hurting. She goes back down. This, yeah. Bang. That's oh. that's the jail time. Yeah. <laughs> you are done. <laughs> you are done, son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When that, that second, when the camera angle changes, that's where you see the kick oh. toward the end. She yeah. hit her head on the wall, so she's dizzy. <laughs> and she squats back down. Squats she back down. Got up too quick. That's a classic move. Like, yeah. oh wait, oh I gotta wait till the ref gets to seven. <laughs> yeah, I can't get Take up at two. Count. <laughs> your corner will, will <laughs> stay down. Get, now up. <laughs> corner. Now his boy should have took him that back in the room. <laughs> But yeah. to the elevator. Take him, take him away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
first of all, and then also there should have been a reconnaissance to see where the cameras were at. Because <laughs> clearly when he looked at the camera, he didn't he know there was right a camera. into it. <laughs> like, look at my face. <laughs> this is me. This is me, Kareem. Jason Bourne style where he looks in the camera and the dude says, well, he just made his first mistake. He don't make mistakes, yeah. man. Yeah. He did this on purpose. He's playing checkers. <laughs> and we play at chess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's done. Yeah, he's so they cut done. him. They just flat out cut him. I, I didn't think they to. were going to cut him. I you, thought they were going to. Did do you the see whole that? Kick no. Circle you, the wagons. We'll no. wait and see. You got to. You got to cut him. Plus, got cut right that's when the video. Andy Reid though. Yeah, and Andy Reid. I don't know if he if he fucks around like that. Does he have a history of having problematic people on his squads? I don't I've never heard of. No, so. I mean, he he well he he was the one. He did take on uh, Michael Vick. He well, that's the second chance thing. Yeah. yeah, and it paid off for him because Michael Vick has been Mister Respectability Politics. He went to he went to the far extreme. Like you should cut your afro off, Kaepernick. <laughs> Come on, boss. <laughs> Get a haircut. Pull up your pants. Yeah, he went to the far. Say extreme. yes, ma'am, and so, no, ma'am, and yes, sir, no, sir. <laughs> that's that's Andy Reid went the other way because Michael Vick had shown like, hey man, I did my time, and yeah. you know I did serious time in a serious yeah. penitentiary, and I Andy lost all Reed, my money, and I yeah, didn't earn Andy a living Reed took now. Him on. Yeah, and it paid off for Andy Reid. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's the type of guy to fuck around like that. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> you know, so. but then again, he was also he was the head coach, or was it the other guy? Um, of, of of uh Cooper, not Cooper, Riley, where he was at the country music. Oh, Riley Cooper, was Riley he there? Cooper. I, I'm not sure. If was he, that Andy Reid era, or was that? I don't uh, know. I don't and, think but you know what? A big thing about Michael that Vick? is Michael Vick was the one who said, "No, he's a good guy." Oh. So, yeah. that. so that's that thing of where you. Plus, he was there. I'll Cooper say this about Riley in the Cooper: head. he doesn't have an afro. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Riley Cooper didn't kick so. anybody in the head either. Yeah. Although I would have. <sighs> he, he ain't got. Real if I'm friends. playing with Riley Cooper, I'm like, listen. First of all, fuck you. Second, <laughs> um, I mean, I get on the field with you, I guess, mm. but don't ever speak to me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Don't ever speak to me. I have no reason to talk to you. <laughs> don't speak to me. Definitely don't talk to my wife or my kid. You understand me? Yeah. Okay? <laughs> if I see that, you're going to have to go ahead and try and figure out if you can beat every nigga's ass. <laughs> we're going to try and we're going to have to see. He was at a Kenny Chesney concert. Right. And he said, I will jump that fence and fight every N-word here. Yeah. In reference to security guards that were denying his entry. And I'm sure that the guards were like, bring it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go. <laughs> so, no. All right. This is, what, this is what we trained for, guys. <laughs> this is what we trained for. <laughs> Literally, let's, we have training for this. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't earn your security shirt for no reason. Let's go. Got <laughs> <laughs> get the big eyes. <laughs> oh yeah. The guy starts taking off his earpiece and his shoes. Like, come on. I remember I was at a uh, club in Woodbridge. It was oh, with, already. Yeah. And uh, it was this dude. It was this real. He had all like the security guards. What the security guards had like camouflage paint. Oh, like he was serious about his his job, <laughs> and like I would see him around the club, and like once he like hopped up over the little like like the little sofa joint, and like little like armrest area, like he yeah. jumped up on that right, and he like dipped down, like he was going to sneak up on somebody, <laughs> low crawling, <laughs> yeah, like like a predator, and I was like, what is going on? Why do you have camo paint on? And then the fight actually happened. He was like, okay, <laughs> and he jumped off the joint and ran into action. He was the first one on the ground, but that's, that's besides the point. He was ready though. <laughs> oh, Mike in there trying not to get triggered. This is awfully combat-ish right here. This is, this is 
was awfully close to the shit I was in. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Why is your face painted? He was just walking around, face painted, <laughs> camouflage pants on. Ain't no trees in here that you can blend in with. He's just jumping around, just hopping. <laughs> What's he doing right now? How can you have a good time when you got the predator running around here <laughs> messing up your dance moves? <laughs> See, man, that's both. That's both. Uh, but yeah, that that's kick. two NFL teams, man. That both of the Indian Redskins went, went, went one way and picked the guy up, and they're gonna just try to wait it out and hope, hope for the heat to die down. But it goes back to they're hoping like next year, mid season, he comes back. Chiefs just was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, We've seen that video. Chiefs also had a guy shoot himself yeah. in a parking lot. Oh, that was locker room, wasn't it? Yeah, that no, he was, shot himself in a parking lot. That was a CTE okay. issue, too, possibly. Yeah, he, probably. He shot his girl first. Andy Reid was there at that time. Yeah. yeah. So they really don't want to fuck. Hey, man, we've seen this story. <laughs> you ain't shooting yourself in our parking lot. No, not yeah. again. Yeah. No, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, we've seen this story. I already dealt with one. I ain't dealing with it anymore. This, so. I just can't believe his, he, just ain't got a, he, he ain't got no friends. He should just fire everybody that's his friend. You're not my friend. Yeah. <laughs> He's just round him up all in one room. Go go Nino Brown style. It's all black with a herringbone chain. Come in Martin style with the big <laughs> yeah. dog. Like, look, where were you? With the ca- why you tell where the cameras were at, brother? Well, I didn't know, but shut up. <laughs> what about you? The Redskins a few years ago signed Junior Gallette, who had some issues. He was in New Orleans. Uh here it is. The Colette has had multiple run-ins with the law. He's not on the team anymore, but he was on for a few years. Including a domestic violence charge in early 2015 when he allegedly attacked a woman who demanded cab money from him. However, all criminal and civil charges related to the incident were eventually dropped. In 2013, he he's alleged to have used the belt as a weapon against some people who approached him during a beach brawl on Miami Beach. There's a video of that. What are you doing on Miami Beach we watched with, that video. with belted pants? <laughs> the incident was caught on video and posted to YouTube, but charges were never filed. You pants with belts on the beach. On April 8, 2017, Gallette was arrested in Biloxi, Mississippi for suspicion of disorderly conduct and failure to comply with police officers. An officer witnessed Gallette assaulting a man, and when he tried to take off running, a taser was used to subdue him. <laughs> so what the Redskins are hoping for... Hey, what? <laughs> what the Redskins are hoping for is for Reuben Foster to have all charges dropped right. in his cases, and maybe he'll be you know, Junior Gallette, where he has a couple decent years. Although Gallette got hurt when he was with the Redskins. But uh, that's, I think that's the same that the Cowboys are hoping for when they signed um, Hardy. Yeah, Greg, Greg Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, they signed him, but then they realized he was he's, really bad shit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's not just an abuser. He doesn't abuser. just beat women. He beats everyone. <laughs> yeah, everybody, he's going to fight everybody, even the coach. Yeah. But uh, he looked crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he would put that paint on his face like yeah. like, uh, like he's a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Like the ultimate warrior. The Road Warriors or some yeah. shit like that. Like Animal real, and Hawk. Yeah, that leads you to doom. NWA Road Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in October 2016, Greg Hardy announced he would start an MMA career. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. That and was training crazy. for several months, although he had no previous experience in mixed martial arts. Hardy made his amateur MMA debut on November 4th, 2017, in which he defeated Joe Hawkins by knockout in a 32-second match. Because he's crazy. Hardy's yeah. MMA record improved to 2-0 December 1st, 2017. Another first-round TKO. February 16th of this year, Hardy was victorious in his third amateur bout. So, so far, he's 3-0. Moving up the ranks. Until he gets to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> put a, yeah. He's going to make his pro debut somewhere. He's 6'4", yeah. 265. He'll start, one of those, he'll start one of those minor... One of those minor... Yeah, tears, and then they'll bump him up based on his name. All he's gonna mm-hmm. do is win a couple of fights, and they'll yeah, bump he's him also up. Also, about thirty now. Too. Right ass. They'll bump his ass right up. Maybe five amateur fights. Watch. 
Yeah. Watch. Who knows what kind of scrub he's fighting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just, he's fucking, I'm sure he's in shape and he's finding some, if he's two something. If he's 265, he's fighting four. some fat dude. He's also <laughs> knocking someone out in 32 seconds after yeah, he's having He's fighting never... a fat dude who's out of shape. He's yeah. also scared looking across the ring and this guy with fucking makeup on his face. Yeah. Who's probably, who, do, yeah. who doesn't blink the whole waving entire fight? A, waving a gun around probably. Or <laughs> he's not blinking. Don't worry about that. Yeah. He's psyching yourself out. But he's not blinking. It's, <laughs> it's, we're one minute in. He's not blinking. <laughs> it's crazy. My guess would be. Yeah, so, Hey, guys. So, so what's Kaepernick getting signed? Uh, well, the Redskins already declared the 13th that of never. Under no circumstances will they sign Colin Kaepernick. But they'll sign this dude. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's ever going to play. Yeah. He's not. Unless he gets on an XFL team in a couple years. Vince McMahon, you see what time it is, Vince. Vince, Vince already said that there'll be no kneeling for him. And if we're proud to be an American. Yeah, he's super like Mr. Patriot guy. Yeah, which is bullshit. He's just trying to fill a niche. Well, he's had Trump on wrestling stuff before. He's right. probably tight with Trump. Yeah, right. and they're actually best the best of friends because he, um, for the fact, his wife is like the secretary of small yeah. business or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so they're best. They're like she the best knows of friends. Nothing, by the way, like everybody else in the administration knows nothing. Yeah, about any of this shit. He um, let's see. The first I think WrestleMania four and five, or is like three or four, four or five. They're both at the Trump Plaza in yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. So um, so he's he's been in bed with him for a while. And he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, he is. That's right. Donald yeah. Trump is a Hall of Famer. But they never mentioned that. They, now they try to they try to steer away from it. Like right. for example, like they brought Hulk Hogan back for yeah. one for like the Saudi Arabia thing. Mm-hmm. But they tried to stop the. It was the crown jewel this past event. This is right after uh, the reporter got killed. Yeah. So yeah. they stopped advertising that it was at Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> so they said it's but just it w- still happened in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it still happened in Saudi Arabia. This yeah. is called the crown Didn't jewel. A couple of wrestlers not go. Yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. I wonder what. I wonder what. Uh, oh, and John Cena. They both backed out of it. Uh, a few others, I guess, because they have enough weight to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what uh, McMahon said for them. Um, probably none. Well, I know for I know I know for a fact he made Daniel Bryan tap out on live TV, which is a big deal because he was a babyface. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena, you can't touch him because like he's, he's John Cena. Yeah, he he carried the, the torch. Yeah, after the Rock and Stone John Cold. Cena said, "I ain't going." Yeah, he's I'm not going, and he's also filming a movie, so yeah. in the contract he can't have any physicality. Mm-hmm. So he can't take any bumps. So it's right. it's worthless. Yeah, and uh, it was like one more. Uh, no, AJ Styles did go. So it was like those are the main two: Daniel Bryan and John Cena. They did show up, so they stopped advertising. It was at Crown Jewel, but then they bought back Hulk Hogan. I bet the Iron Sheik didn't go. <laughs> he is I mean, Iranian. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, no way he's <laughs> yeah, he's not. Going. Iron Sheik would not go. He'd tap out. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> not going. They bought back. They bought back Hulk Hogan, which was the first time they ever um, since the um, the N word incident. Iron Sheik, very accomplished uh, wrestler. Yeah, real. No, I don't mean wrestling. wrestling. No, real, real, I mean, real wrestling. Real wrestling. Yeah. very accomplished. Like gold mm. medalist many times over, world champion many times over. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling's a big deal over there. Yeah. yeah. So they brought him over. They brought Hogan over. And then immediately. Hogan don't give a shit. He's looking for somebody he can call nigger, right? Training, yeah. Prayers, he, vitamins. He got he got his little check. But the funny thing, this is what they did the next day. They stopped advertising Hogan again. So uh, they already, they like, they deleted him. They brought him back. Him? Yeah. yeah, used him. And then, like, the next day, they were like, great. 
Delete, See you later, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to be in so desperately because he, he he looking for people he can call nigger again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think so. It, it's but yeah, he's definitely Vincent Man definitely is in bed with Trump. Mm-hmm. But I think he also tries to make sure because he knows his audience. I think he tries to um, at least uh, placate to them. He wants their money. Yeah. Yeah. He gonna mess up his business for him. He's not gonna go it's full. Ridiculous. Right. It's gonna be a small business. His wife's gonna have to. Uh, an hour nine. Okay. Do you want to do this Ab City story? Yeah, let's do the Ab City story. Yeah. Um, you pronounce it Ab City. A, B, C, D, E. So y'all know what it is by now. The little girl's name is A, B, C, D, E. And apparently there are like 300 Ab Cities around the yeah, country. They pronounce it Ab City. It's growing in popularity, apparently. I do a joke about names. I'm not going to burn it here on this. I'm probably Is it on Blue Magic? No. It's not on the name jokes on Blue Magic? I don't think so. Let me look at my phone because I have the album on my phone. Do you have Blue Magic? Hmm? I don't think it's on Blue Magic. I might be wrong about that. I don't think so. I don't know. But this is a it's, white If it is, woman. it's a far superior joke. <laughs> <laughs> a white woman who what? named her daughter A-B-C-D-E. Mm-hmm. No. Absidy. Let me see. Let me look at that. I don't know. Yeah. My, my memory will jog. Go ahead, Andy. And okay, so she got to, she was on a Getting on a flight, she got to the gate uh, to get her boarding pass. I go back and listen to my own damn story. And she heard, <laughs> "Jesus, <laughs> jump the broom!" I haven't done that joke in years. Oh, I'm sorry, memory Andy. lane over here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she gets, she hears the boarding pass people, the gate agents or whatever, laughing about her daughter's name. Mm. And one of them takes a picture of the boarding pass to post on social media, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, hmm. She says to the boarding people, like, you know, like, my daughter can hear you. Mm. And and it go, and it's, her story goes viral. Yeah. Um, and also the woman who posted the picture of the name, I think that post went somewhat viral because other people saw it who knew this woman. Right. It had also the last name. It was like Absidy Richards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then, you know, Southwest had to apologize mm-hmm. on and on and on. Um, which look, you can't laugh at someone's kid right in front of their kid's face. Wait till the kid leaves. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're supposed to. Do. Well, I wonder if they really laugh in front of the kid's face, or if they were snickering behind their breath, and that woman is on high alert because this ain't the first time someone's laughed at her kid. This was an attention move to give her kid that name, right? And she got some attention, right? But the people did take a picture on their phone of a boarding pass, right. And post it on the internet. Well, yeah, probably no against gonna, the rules. No one's going to believe this. I'm sure it's against the rules. Yeah. But that's no different than this. This this couple who named their kid Espen. Espen? ESPN? ESPN. Espen? Espen! Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's horrific. Why is would the, you do Is that? the middle name two or the <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? It's horrific. You know, but you do that because you think the shit is cute. But that's, that's, the my question would be is how many times has this woman who named her child this, how many times has she made fun of somebody whose name sounds a little bit too ghetto? Well, that's the question. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is she, what side is she on in that situation? Because if she did give her kid uh, out their name, she might be on the side of give your kids yeah, whatever name you want. Uh, unusual. Or names. she might also be like, why does that name have a capital Q in it? Right. It doesn't go there. Right. You know <clears throat> that kind of that kind of horseshit. Also, the people who are all on her side, are you on Rahim's side or Tariq's right. side? Or and those are just simple ones. Um, mm-hmm. Any one of them. Noxima. Are you on Noxima's side? <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Southwest Airlines issued an apology Thursday after a woman claimed a gate agent made fun well, of, they had, they have to. of her five-year-old daughter, Absidy. 
Uh, Tracy Redford was preparing to pre-board a flight from John Wayne Airport in Orange County to El Paso, Texas. The gate agent started mocking my child's name, laughing, pointing at me and my daughter and talking to other employees. Uh, so I turned around and just said, hey, I can hear you. If I can hear you, my daughter can too. I'd appreciate it if you just stop. It's probably not exactly the tone she had. Yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> I can hear you. All I said was, excuse me, miss. Here come the ladies. Uh, We're going to wrap this up. <laughs> Redford said the agent also took a picture of the boarding pass with her daughter's boy. name pronounced Ab City. <laughs> Ab City. Ab City, which sounds like a work, like a home workout. Like, you want some abs? Go to Ab City. <laughs> ab um, City. Ab, ab City. <laughs> P90X introduces Ab City. Yeah. Uh, in a statement provided to the USA Today, Southwest said, we extend our sincere apology to the family. We take great pride in extending our Southwest hospitality to all of our customers, which includes living by the golden rule, treat everyone in individual with respect, in person or online. Uh, a search on the Social Security Administration's website found Absidy is not among the top thousand most popular names. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be. Should be among the top one names. Yeah, you know, but naming someone your, naming your child after an eye chart. You know that's a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the third line of the eye chart. Uh, <laughs> read the third line of the chart. That's what I want to name my kid. Yeah, yeah. looks good. Like I said, I don't have a problem with people wanting to name their children names. It's just I have a problem with when all these people who are now praising this woman, where you at on black names? Because it's only black names, by the way. No one says anything about Asian names yeah. or uh, particularly Latino names. Latinos can name their children anything they want that right. comes from their culture, and no one says shit. Better not. <laughs> no one says shit. Better not. You know, and I'm not saying that they should one way or the other, Gregorio. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that no one says anything, and they shouldn't. You know, it's only black names or black sounding names that's the go-to punchline what are you doing what are you doing hi jackie hi jackie how are you hello hey <laughs> all right now go 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 what is this oh they're coming up here to <laughs> crash the podcast yeah, she crashed the podcast. Yeah, Thank you, it. Ava. It's crash it's a, party. It's a, it's a sleepover. Doing her you didn't see. Yes. Yeah. And it just began. She did it again. It just started. Sleep. Sleepover just started. Hey, uh, Mike B, time check? What's, uh, that, what's your watch say? Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> was, um, it says it's 520-something. Okay. Oh, you can, can, you can you read that? Well, because I got this little bubble right here. Oh, the way. bubble. Yeah, no, it's 519. That's right. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, we're right on time. Cool. So the the watch so far. Yeah, yeah. she was supposed to be Holds here up. ten more minutes, but yeah, so she's she's early. She's ten minutes early. Yeah. We had a five thirty out. Right. <laughs> I'm already thinking about how I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go out to the car for hey, three look, hours. I know it's eight o'clock, but I got to get my oil changed. Jippy Lube is still open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go line up for tomorrow. I'm gonna go line up first in line. Heard the new Jordans are coming out. I'm gonna stand in line. I'm not gonna buy them. I'm just gonna stand in line. I don't even like Jordans, <laughs> but I like lines. That's what I like. <laughs> I enjoy lines. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stand this line. I know that. I'm gonna go yeah. Valentine's Day shopping. Yeah, yeah. those little early. <laughs> All the deals right now. I get that cheap candy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing better than the Valentine hearts the day after Valentine when it's five cent a bag. <laughs> Just buy them shits yeah. a hold of me. Like, yeah. like, All, All you that, fools that, that got it at twenty dollars. <laughs> you can only eat like couple a couple handfuls before it start to taste chalky. But the yeah. first few handfuls are are really good. <laughs> yeah, like uh, I got all the B mines. Yeah, <laughs> B mines are half price today. And not the big ones, the little ones. The little ones, the little hearts, not the big ones. 
You just chew them up real quick. Yeah, chew them up like chew them up like candy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring this one home. Uh, y'all come on out tonight. Draft House, 845 Showtime. We will be there, standing and delivering. Yep. All right, standing and delivering. You guys will enjoy yourself. Uh, let somebody know. By the time you listen to this, pass it around. You'll see some stuff on social media that you can repost for us. Uh, shows. Um, Reliable Tavern, uh, Thursday. It show starts at 8 o'clock. Don't go to that. Come to our show. Yeah. Tonight. Our show's but 845. So he's start, there every Thursday. I'm there every Thursday. Come over to the yeah. Draft House. And then December 11th, I'm at the uh, Nottingham Bar slash Theater. I don't know why. Go I to it. that. Go to that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a theater. It's a it's a good spot though. It's, it's a bar. It's in the back of the bar. It's set yeah. up for comedy. Yeah, Cl- Columbia, Maryland. A stage, a spotlight, all the stuff. I'm there. Um, I will be on December 13th at the Tyson's Comedy Cellar, uh, Tyson Stratosphere. Yeah, <laughs> Wimbledon. Tyson's, Tyson's Comedy Cellar of Wimbledon. Yeah, at Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with it's uh, and me headlining up, and Dominic yeah, Rivera is Roland Garros. Uh, is also on that show. He's doing the feature spot. So you get two of the three guys on family on one show. Yeah, um, that's Rico, I think eight o'clock. But just what's the date Google, on that again? December thirteenth. It's you Thursday. It's a week if after can, this. If podcast I can make it out, I head out there. Yeah, so maybe you get uh, almost like a three guys on going. Get, yeah, you might get off in Minton. You'll get to yeah. hear me in the back heckling. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't drive to Tyson's Candlestick Park. No. It's not there. <laughs> it's in a different no, no. location. It's Tyson's Roland Garros. Right. It's there. Yeah, it's, yeah, no. Tyson's Roland Garros is the, the clay courts of comedy. <laughs> oh, oh, Master, just make sure, make sure you get there early because parking, because it's a construction around that area. Parking is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a nightmare. tough. Yeah, so There's a tough. garage at the building next door you can use, actually. But, yeah, then, you but then that walk, man, how are you yeah. just going to get down? You got to climb a wall, yeah. jump down, yeah. scale a fence, you go underneath, go through a tube, pop up, yeah. take a kick canoe. a dog away, and then you're there. <laughs> right. It's a Tyson's bullet train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to just zoom in, pop out. And then you're there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're having a, They're going to have a great yeah. time tonight. Yeah, it's already started. Good luck. All right, people. <laughs> Listen. Good luck. Well, thank you guys for coming like, in. Take me with you. <laughs> God <laughs> bless you tonight. I'll just sit in Jiffy Lube. I'll hold your place in line. You go, you go eat something. I'll come back. I'll be right here. It's already started. So thanks, guys, for coming in. We appreciate y'all. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. Y'all better start coming over to the Patreon. There's shit over there beyond the money that we're trying to make. Yeah. There's shit over there for y'all. There's interviews over there. There's all kinds of shit over there. Yeah, I mean, I can't afford a helicopter ride next week. I know. I, I, I know. Mean, one a year is all we can afford right now. I know. And I got uh-huh. I got Christmas gifts that are about to be, have to be bought. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah My wife keeps leaning on it. <laughs> uh, what's the Patreon? What's the situation with the Patreon? Like? Patreon? <laughs> and you're going to Venmo it to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Speaking gonna... of which, we have noticed there are a couple of people who upped their patronage. Thank you Probably so much. Probably a little holiday gift for us, and we appreciate it. We Thank you so it. much. We appreciate you. Even if you lower it, we don't care. We're just glad you're there. Yeah. Uh, if you're up, if you move it up and down, come in and out, we're just glad you're there. We're trying yeah, to we appreciate bring y'all. you some entertainment. I appreciate so. y'all. I'm not going to when I got to pay the taxes on this next year, but that's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of the part of the thing. Yeah, it's part of the drills. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. You know we appreciate y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein, and I'm Mike B. And that's been Mike B's watch. Yeah. yeah. We're three guys on. <laughs> we are out. <laughs>